Hello, I'm Mike Dobbs with the Word Alive broadcast, and uh, we are on Mars Hill in Athens, Greece. And with me today is the missionary here that's been here for many, many years, and that is Brother Strickland, Brother Sim Strickland, and uh, he has done a great work here for the last 20... 32. 32 years. Okay, it has been a while, because yes, I've been sir. coming for a while. I remember when it was 25. Yeah. So I guess it has been that long. But anyway, we're glad to have him as our guest here for the Word Alive broadcast, and I just want him to uh, share with you some of the exciting things that have happened. I come here every year, most every year, and uh, we're here for the the national conference that starts tonight, and uh, so we're really excited about that, where all the churches of Greece will be gathered together for the conference here in Athens, and uh, and of course, Brother Strickland has been so much a part of that. God has used him as a tremendous vessel to make this happen. And so I just want him to greet you and to share with you uh, some of the things that are happening in Greece today. Well, it's certainly a great pleasure and an honor to speak to you today uh, on behalf of the kingdom of God. Uh, we find ourselves here right at the pinnacle of great revival and uh, church history uh, on Adios Pagos, known better as Mars Hill. Uh, and looking back and reflecting, I can, uh, in retrospect, look and see that God was calling me as a child to come to this place, Brother Dobbs. I believe that. And uh, though I didn't realize it until after the call, but then I began to know and understand God more. I saw how he had prepared my life way back as a child when my oldest brother was into Greek and Roman myths and we would lay out in the grass at night looking up at the stars and he would tell us kids all the stories about this area and uh, then my heritage through uh, into the one God apostolic uh, message uh, so when when I got called to preach I went off and God uh, directed me into uh, establishing churches uh, first in the United States we established a church in Columbus, Georgia. We established a church in Thibodeau, Louisiana. And off of that church, we opened a number of daughter works. And then God said, son, I need you to go to Greece. And so uh, we packed up and left a great work and came to Greece uh, 32 years ago. And uh, when we arrived, Brother Demas and his family were, had been here for like three terms and had established a, a strong international church. Uh, we picked up on that and was able to grow that church to a very nice-sized church of over 400 regular members. And then we branched out of there and opened up other international churches over the years. Today, um, we have 16 churches in Greece, so we have a constituency of almost 900 people, awesome. and uh, and we're just getting started. It looks like it looks like God's trying to show me up in the end time. <laughs> uh, all those dreams I had and visions, he's, he's, he's trying to bring them to pass, so allowing me to be here to see them, and I'm, I'm so grateful. Well, this last uh, last year, just about eight months ago, Brother Dobbs and Brother Rogers from Detroit area uh, visited us, and we, for the first time, held a a conference in an exclusively Greek church that had been non-oneness. Yeah. And uh, during that conference, however, we got a lot of commitment to the Jesus name, one God message, and uh, it was an awesome time. And we're following up now again with our national conference here this weekend. Uh, and uh, 
great things are happening here. This over the last couple of years, we've opened up uh, four churches and uh, God is going great. We have an awesome Bible school here, kind of under the radar, but we are sending out laborers all over the world. We have three works in Nigeria. We have the work in Armenia, which came off of this church here. And uh, then all over the Philippines, we've got people that have went back and opened up churches. And uh, all through Europe, in Paris and in Switzerland and in England, we have a lot of our graduates that have gone on to do works inside of Europe and, and this region. And uh, it just happens. God is just an awesome God, and he's just bringing everything to, uh, to pass. And we're grateful and we're thankful. Uh, the future, I'm just waiting to see. Amen. God, God, God is an awesome God. Yes, that, He is. In Isaiah, it calls him. A, he's, his name is called Wonderful. In Greek, that's Thavmastos, which is the the root word of miracle. Uh, and so He just does amazing things. So I'm expecting amazing things because that's what He does. Amen. And so we're so so happy to be here with Brother Dobbs and uh, Brother Pullins here today. And uh, looking for a great weekend this weekend. We have uh, we have just recently had missionary uh, Joshua and Christine Moreno and their family join us about two years ago, yes. and they've been a big blessing and a big help. We have another uh, missionary uh, planning to come, raising money to come. He is going to be in Cyprus for like six months, uh, kind of filling in for the missionary there, Brother Brandon and Carrie Reeves uh, from Jackson, Mississippi. That's right. And we're, <laughs> I was expecting them to be here about now, but uh, they got redirected, and that's okay. At least they speak Greek in Cyprus as well. <laughs> so they can, they can be rushing up on their Greek, so when they come here... That'd be great. They're going to be missionaries over the island of Crete, about a million people there. And uh, so, praise God. Now, um, you know, I thought it was really amazing, and that was the thing that impressed me so much about Crossroads Church, which, of course, is, is uh, something that you have worked so hard on to build for so long, is that Crossroads Church, although it is a, a really, a, it's a missions church is the way it started, it has actually sent out missionaries all over the world and it su supports missions and so you know when you see a missions church supporting missions and creating daughter works all over the world yes. i think you were telling me that actually uh, you've had several uh, ministers that have left crossroads and have gone to other parts of europe yes. that have actually started churches yes. uh, in those places yes. uh, maybe you would tell us a little bit about that just the extension of what's happening from crossroads yes uh, i guess the, the most notable uh, work uh, right now has been in uh, paris center <laughs> which uh, there was no church in Paris Center. And so some of our folks moved to France for work. And uh, so they were Sri Lankan people. And so we continue, they continued to have church by uh, Skype uh, on yeah. the Internet. Sister Benu Rani, who was uh, one of our great people here, taught them through Skype. And that, uh, that group grew to about 40 people. Then Brother Brochu, the missionary there, uh, got wind of what was going on and also on the other side of Paris we had a small group of Filipinos of which a good number of that group was also from Crossroads so in it, Brother Brochu and uh, his wisdom and God's direction united those two and came up with uh, Crossroads Center which is a thriving 
Revival Church now. Awesome. <laughs> uh, the, uh, one of the works in Switzerland, uh, the, the church is about half of our, uh, our members here in Crossroads that have gone there. Uh, England, is, uh, Great Britain is full of former Crossroaders uh, that are <laughs> pastoring. Uh, my son included, yeah, Ireland, and uh, yeah. a banshee in Northern Ireland, and uh, we have Brother Ocala, his who is the uh, national editor of their magazine, passing also a work in London. We have Brother Jerry, I can't remember that Nigerian last name, and uh, he's uh, opened a door to work in London area, and uh, we have the Blackmores, of whom that were here in Greece, came in under Brother Demos. They are in Athens. She is Greek, a Greek woman. And let's see, there's others that have gone out from here. Like I said, in Africa, in Nigeria right now, we have three works being supported from here. Brother Gold is overseeing that That's work. Right, yes. And then just recently, uh, through uh, some of our Kenyan people, they just, over the internet, they had a, a, about several hundred people come into the Oneness Jesus Name message in Kenya through uh, online Bible lessons and teaching. So it's just, just God's doing amazing things. You know, it, it's amazing, as we say, you know, that uh, when Paul left the area that we call Turkey today, which was Anatolia, yeah. uh, and he came from Ephesus and Asia Minor, and then he came across uh, to Neapolis and then to Philippi, and then, of course, that's where the, the jailhouse rocked yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the earthquake yeah. and the destruction yeah. of the jail. That's and right. then he went to Lydia, and, and, and you and I have been there several times where it actually happened, where he preached for the first time in Europe. Yeah. And so in Europe, it started in Greece. This was the birthplace of apostolic revival. And now it is, seems like it still is a place where there's just so many, uh, so many things coming from this direction, fingers that are reaching in every direction uh, to bring revival and, and this gospel throughout all of the world. It's almost like if Paul could see it today, he'd say, you know, this is what I wanted, this is what I intended, and you are finishing what he started here when he came to uh, to, to Greece to establish this and and I know you have such a heart for the Greeks and and I, I'll tell you he's such a tremendous asset to the United Pentecostal Church because he's so fluent in Greek and he can speak it read it and uh, and I'm I'm having you preach it I'm having a hard time understanding it it's all Greek to me but anyway and you even had a program called it's all Greek to me yeah now you gotta I, I you gotta keep to, doing that I just tried to share a little bit but I, I, I couldn't stand myself <laughs> you know I Lord gave me a revelation the other day he said if you uh, to myself I saw I said if I can get myself out of the way God can do some good stuff around here <laughs> I, I blocked myself but anyhow to God be the glory and uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm just been so blessed to be called into the mission field. And I just pray that, you know, the Sunday school teachers and youth people, please don't uh, discourage children to try and say, go to Harvard or Oxford or somewhere to get some super duper education and not give the gospel a chance to, to put something in their hearts. Absolutely. Amen.
So. Well, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, I know you've been here for 32 years, but you're not finished. And so in the, uh, in the years to come that you are here in Greece, what would you love to see happen in this nation uh, in the years to come as you, as you are a part of it? I love Brother Dobbs. <laughs> He's smarter than I am. <laughs> no, yeah, I tell you what, right now God's placed in my heart to build a campground. Yeah. Every year, you know, especially the big city uh, kids, uh, we, we try to hold ca uh, youth camps and uh, what you call it, Sunday uh, vacation Bible schools. Yes. And then we have many, many retreats and different things we try to do. And uh, God has uh, shown me a piece of property that I want to put, try to get a hold of. And it's, uh, they're asking 80,000 euros for it. That's 12 acres. And uh, I think we're going to be able to, in the country, raise about half of that. That's awesome. And so I'm going to be going home soon. And, uh, <laughs> and I'll be this summer and the fall, I'll be traveling. And if I come to your place, I just appreciate you uh, get ahead of me and have a good offering yeah, for our yeah. campground yeah <laughs> so anyhow that's that's what and, and of course i see that the church is multiplying and growing we have oh there's so many people that are looking our way because god has blessed us to have a good program and the greeks uh religious groups they're not very well organized and they're all kind of building our own little separate kingdoms, but they see us working in harmony and unity and having programs uh, such as conferences and seminars and training and Bible schools. And and now I, I think put the icing on the cake, we build a campground to conduct a lot of these meetings and things, a place where a local church can take their their church sometime and uh, have a their own personal individual retreats and stuff i i think we're just going to see an overwhelming influx of of people coming from home uh home groups and uh, churches which we were already seeing that like i said last six months ago we had a whole church of about 50 people uh swing on over so to god be the glory well, I am honored that you would be on my program, and we wanted to, you to share your burden of what you're feeling for this nation, and, and not just this nation, but Greece is affecting so many other nations, just like it did at the time of Paul. And I want to say that it's been an honor coming to be with you every year, and, uh, and your people have just welcomed me so much. In fact, I guess I'm an honorary Greek. <laughs> and I'm proud that's to say what, that. That's what they say. <laughs> I'm proud to say that. Yeah. And I love the Greek people, and I love you, and I love everything that you're doing in the churches that uh, are working so hard to benefit the kingdom of God. And so it's such an honor to have you on this program, and we well, just will be praying for you, covering you in prayer, and believing that God is going to do greater things than ever before, and that even in this conference, this national conference, we're going to see some great Amen. things that God is going to do. Thank you, We need a translation. God bless you richly and warmly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Brother Strickland. And I want to say that uh, we appreciate you watching this broadcast. And the rest of this program will be excerpts of the National Conference that we're going to be having here Amen. starting tonight. Amen. Thank you so much for watching. I'm your host, Mike Dobbs, for the Word Alive broadcast. And we want to do everything we can to make the Word come alive to you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Word Alive broadcast. If you enjoyed the video, please give it a thumbs up and consider subscribing to our channel. Once you've subscribed, make sure to click on the notification bell so that you'll be notified each time a new episode is released. 
If you'd like to support this ministry, you can do so by checking out our Patreon page and signing up for one of the provided monthly tiers. A link to our Patreon page can be found down in the description. God bless you, and we'll see you next time as we continue to make the Word come alive to you. But I have chosen you. And I have ordained you. Turn to somebody and say, I am chosen. Say, I am ordained. Now, I know we have some ordained preachers. But all of us have been ordained as soul winners. All of us have a ministry to reach those that are around us. But it makes no difference to be connected to the ones that are around you. If you are not connected to him. I want to challenge you tonight to get connected to his purpose. And the purpose is this. That ye should go and bring forth fruit. And number two, that your fruit should remain. You see, someone reached out to you. The reason you're here is because somebody reached out to you. And that is why God has ordained you to reach out to them. And the promises of God and the blessings of God are always connected to His purpose. You know, I've been studying that recently. I taught it to our church just a few weeks ago. That every time that you see God bless something, it is connected to His purpose. You know, there's this modern Christianity that's circulating around us that people just come to church to get a blessing. But in reality, we should come to church to be a blessing. We should come to church to bless God. And we should come to church to bless each other. You know, sometimes this thing of come get your blessing encourages greediness among Christians. He's already done so much for me. More than I am ever worthy of. I did not come tonight to get a blessing. I will get a blessing. But that's not why I'm here. I'm here because I came to bless him. I came to thank him for what he's already done. I came to glorify him for the blessings he's already done. Because I am blessed. But the reason that I'm blessed is because I am connected to his purpose. Oh, would you just thank God right now for the Praise God. Praise God. He says that if you go and bring forth fruit, 
And if you work hard to make your fruit remain, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, He will give it you. Do you notice that this promise that we love to quote is conditional? I'm going to tell you how I can assure you that you can live a blessed life. That whatever you need from God, it will be there. That He will watch for your every need. That He will heal you when you're sick. And he will make a way when there is no way. And the way to assure that is for you to start bringing forth fruit. For you to get connected to the purpose of the church. And the purpose of the church is to win the loss. And there are so many lost in Greece. And we only have a short time to win them. But if you want the blessings of the Lord, get connected to his purpose. Somebody say amen. You know, the first time I see God blessing anything is he blessed the fowls of the air and the fish of the sea. And he told them be fruitful and multiply. For I have blessed thee. In other words, God does not bless anything that is not connected to his purpose. Everything that he invests in has to be connected to what he is about. I'm sorry if I'm bursting your balloon. He is a good God. But he is best to those that are doing what he desires. He will take care of you because he loves you. But he expects you to love him enough to be productive. He wants you to be reaching all the time for those that are around you. He wants you to get into the habit of, of reaching out to people and looking for a place to do a Bible study. He said, whatever you ask of my Father, he will give it you. If you are connected to the vineyard, If you're connected to his purpose, let's look at it in context in John 15 and 1 through 8, if they want to go there for me. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Verse 2, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. He is not a selfish God, but he is a God with purpose. 
You know, if you were going to invest in a company, antes de tener que de etería, you would not find a company that was barely making it to put your money in. If you were going to invest in a company, you'd say, let me see your books. How much money did you make last year? How solid are you? Are you doing good business? Does your promise, do your future look promising? You better ask those questions if you're about to invest. And so whenever you see that it's a good company, and you would take your money and say, let me help you be better. That is what Jesus was teaching his disciples in John the 15th chapter. He said, my father is willing to invest in any company that is productive. He's ready to bless any life that connects to his purpose. And then he says in verse 3, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. And here's the secret of what we're talking about tonight. He said, Abide in me. And I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I'm in the book. And what the Bible is saying is this. He's saying the only way that you can be an effective witness and to be blessed you must be a witness you've got to abide in me and you've got to let me abide in you how many have the Holy Ghost tonight he abides in you if you are filled with the Holy Ghost you have the Christ in you. And Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He was saying that if the Holy Ghost is in me, I have the power to do whatever God is asking me to do. You may be saying, but I can't do that. And you are right. But you see, even though you may not be a conversationalist, maybe you're a little bashful or shy about talking to people. The Lord said, I am in you. All you got to do is let me do the talking. Let me give you the words to say. Let them hear the voice of God. Let them feel the touch of God. You see, if you are abiding in Him, it means you just came out of a fresh prayer meeting. It means you have just come into unity with his purpose. 
σημαίνει ότι είστε ενωμένοι με τον σκοπό του. And you are the walking, breathing, living word of God. Είστε ο ζωντανός λόγος του Θεού. Filled with the authority of the Spirit. Πλήρης της εξουσίας του πνεύματος. And you say, well, I'm not a preacher. Και μπορεί να πείτε δεν είμαι κύριος. Αλλά όλοι έχουμε διαλεκτεί και έχουμε καλεστεί να διαφωνούμε. Maybe you don't have a pulpit. Ίσως να μην έχεις έναν άμβονα. But on the metro when you're sitting next to somebody. Όταν στο μετρό κάθεσαι δίπλα σε κάποιον. And because you came out of a prayer meeting that morning. Και επειδή το πρωί βγήκες από μια προσευχή. And he is in you. Και εκείνος είναι μέσα σου. And you are in him. Και εσύ είσαι μέσα σε εκείνον. Say, speak to that person. Tell them something. And you tell them what the Lord said. And nobody knows that but them. They're going to walk away thinking that they have bumped into Jesus. They're going to walk away thinking that you know what? That wasn't just a professional Christian. Ξέρετε, θα σκέφτονται, αυτός ήταν απλά ένας επαγγελματίας χριστιανός. Ένιωσα κάτι όταν μου μιλούσε. Δεν θα μπορούσε να ξέρει αυτά που μου είπε. Πώς γνώριζε πώς ένιωθα. Το έχω νιώσει πολλές φορές. Και με έχουν κοιτάξει και με έχουν πει πώς το ήξερες αυτό. Και του είπα, ο Κύριος μου το είπε να το πω. Είναι πράγματι ζωντανός που έλεγε και έλεγα ναι είναι. Του μιλάω κάθε μέρα. Μου μιλάει. Ζω μέσα σε εκείνον. Ζει μέσα σε μένα. Και μπορεί να άρεσε ένα γύρμα. Και μπορεί να αγγίξεις κάποιον. Ο Θεός αγγίζει κάποιον. Αν έχεις πάει το πνεύμα και προσέρχεσαι για κάποιον Είσαι σαν τον Ιησού όταν προσέρχεται για κάποιον Γιατί ο Ιησούς είναι μέσα σου Είναι ο μόνος Ιησούς που θα συναντήσουν ποτέ Είσαι ο μόνος Ιησούς που θα δούμε ποτέ και αν θέλεις να ευλογηθείς μην ενωμένος με το σκοπό του στο πέντε λέει εγώ είμαι διάφορος και εσείς είστε τα κλίματα ο μένων είναι εμείς και εγώ είναι αυτό ούτως φέρει καρπό πολύ διότι χωρίς έχω δε δύναση να κάνετε το δε αν δείτε λοιπόν ένα κλίμα, έχει ρίζες και τις ρίζες δεν μπορείτε να τις δείτε. Είναι αόρατες. Αλλά αυτό που βγαίνει από τη ρίζα είναι ένα κλίμα. Και αυτό που βγαίνει από το κλίμα είναι η κλάδη. Και από τα κλαδιά βγαίνουν οι καρποί. Και κάθε τι σχετικά με το κλίμα αφορά τους καρπούς. Λέει, εγώ είναι η άμπελος. Αλλά βλέπετε, η άμπελος δεν φέρνει καρπό. Τα κλίματα πάνω στην άμπελο φέρνουν καρπό. Χωρίς εμένα λέει, δεν κάνετε ουθέν. Και εγώ δεν μπορώ να κάνω τίποτα μαζί σας. Εσείς είστε εκείνοι που θα φέρετε τον καρπό. Εσείς είστε εκείνοι που θα φέρετε τον καρπό. 
me. You'll be the glove that I put my hand in. If you've ever tried to work with gloves, when you picked up the gloves, they were just laying there. They had no life in them. They know nothing. They can't do anything. They have no knowledge. They have no energy. Then you pick them up. And you can flop them around. They're lifeless. But when a surgeon puts his hands in the glove, the glove becomes the surgeon. When the carpenter puts his hand in the glove, the glove becomes the carpenter. All of a sudden, the glove knows everything that the person wearing it knows. And I felt the Holy Ghost when I prayed and asked God what to preach tonight. And this is what the Lord said for me to say to the church of Greece. If you just be a glove, you don't have to know anything. When he puts his hand in you, you know what you need to know. Because you promise that anything that I ask according to the purpose of 
And he has put a word in me for you. So you can know that he knows right where you are. And that man responded right there in the elevator. I pray for him right there in the elevator. When the doors open, I got my hand on his head. And everybody standing in front of the elevator Men gather them and cast them into the fire and they're burned. 
και συνάγωση αυτοκαιρή του Ισπή επιτέλου. Δεν προσπαθώ να σας κάνω να αισθάνεστε άβολα. Αλλά πώς πιστεύετε σε αυτό το εδάφιο. Είμαι στη βίντεο μέσα. Ο Ιησούς το είπε. Ο Ιησούς δίδαξε τους μαθητές του αυτό. Και είπε ότι όταν έρθει καιρός που δεν θα φέρετε καρπό. Όπου δεν θα αρνέπετε σε μένα. You don't have to raise your hand. But how many know that if you go a few days without praying, you start withering? If you go a few days without touching God and letting God touch you, you start withering. That is why it is so important that you be connected to Him. And he be connected to you. You say, well, you know, that's a, that's kind of a hard, harsh part there about being gathered in, in, in the fire and burn. If you move two slides ahead, and I'm, I'm almost finished. This is a picture. It's a little hard to see here, but this is a picture uh, of something that I took in, in my backyard. I've got an oak tree. It's probably more than 200 something years old. I don't know why it does this. But every year it springs. It starts growing all these little sprigs. Anybody ever seen that on a tree at your house? All these little sprigs start coming up and just coming right out and just next to each other. The tree starts looking like a porcupine. And I asked the Lord one time. My wife said I get a sermon from anything. And I said, God, why in the world does it do that? She said, I created Adam to keep the garden. I created trees to be dependent on man. And for this tree to be productive, somebody has got to get a machete and start cutting these things off. Because every one of these branches are drawing energy from the tree. But not all of these will produce anything. I've watched them before. The most they'll do sometimes is two or three leaves. I'll tell you what we call them. We call them suckers because they're sucking the energy out of the tree. If I want that tree to be productive, I've got to get the machete out and I've got to start cutting these things off. For one thing, they don't look very good. And for another thing, they're affecting the life of the tree. And God said, that is exactly what I have to do. You see, you just keep reaching for them. 
you keep loving those that are around you you keep nurturing those that are around you and God said I'll take care of them understand that maybe you'll spend time reaching for someone and they'll never come in the success of a soul winner is not when you win somebody it's when you try to now I taught my first Bible study to be honest with you I was so young and didn't know a lot I wouldn't have wanted to be in that Bible study. And I tried, I tried to, to help the people. And later on it wasn't really a success and part of it was probably my fault. And I felt like such a failure. And I went to the Lord in prayer and I asked God to forgive me. And the Holy Ghost spoke to my heart. He said, you have nothing to repent of. The success is that you try to. And I will take your feeble actions. And I will bless them. You see, you were born for the purpose. And God said, if you will fulfill your purpose, I will bless you. You were born to bring people into the church. You were born physically and born again. To be a witness that's around you. And it doesn't have to end in a Bible study. It could just end in a friendship. But God sees you as a success. Because you try. You see, what the Holy Ghost is wanting to say to us is that God is ready to use you for his glory. If you just say tonight, Lord, put your hand in me. Let me abide in you. And you abide in me. I'm not going to leave the house, Lord, until I pray. Until I've come in contact with you. Until I have a fresh relationship with you. Put a word in my mouth. I challenged my church back in Wiggins. I say every morning that you go to pray. And don't start your day without prayer. How many know it goes a whole lot better if you start prayer first? Go before the Lord and give Him the first fruits of the day. And when you go through the day, you're going to know the presence of the Lord is with you. I tell them when you go to pray in the morning, Say, God, give me a handful of seed. And then you show me where to sow 
Every day, just a handful. But you show me where to sow it. It might be just open the door for somebody. It might be just smiling at somebody who's, who's unhappy. It might be just doing a good deed for somebody. But give me a handful of seeds. And then show me where you want me to put it. Let me make a difference in the kingdom. Σε κάποιο μικρό σημείο. Μπορεί να πει δεν είμαι κύρικα, δεν είμαι δάσκαλο του Ιακού Σχολείου. Είμαι απλά ένα Άγιο του Θεού. Αλλά ο λόγο που υπόθηκε είναι ότι οι εκλεκτοί ξεχωρίστηκαν. Chosen tonight. And do you believe that your prayer can change somebody's life? Does anybody believe God can make a difference through you? We're not on any ego trip. We know who we are. But we also know who is in us. And he's not just in us, we are in him. And the glory of the Lord is when he uses somebody that, that doesn't have the ability. He chose David to kill Goliath. But he chose me to γιατί ο Θεός διάλεξε εκείνο που κανείς δεν έπρεπε και έφερε δόξα στον Θεό ο Θεός θέλει να σε χρησιμοποιήσει και να φέρει δόξα σε εκείνο θέλει να σε χρησιμοποιήσει ώστε να αλλάξει τη ζωή κάποιου γι' αυτό ήρθε ο Ιησούς γι' αυτό συγχώρεσε τις αμαρτίες σου I believe that God's word will not return void. Is there anybody here that has a lost loved one that you want to see saved? 
Salomon. I want you to stand. Salomon, stop eating. If you've got a lost loved one, you want to see saved. Αν έχετε κάποιον δικό σας άνθρωπο ο οποίος έχει χαθεί στον κόσμο χρειάζεται ένα λόγο σήμερα δεν χρειάζεται να είναι ο δικός σας λόγος πρέπει να είναι ένας λόγος από τον Θεό και όταν λάβετε αυτή τη φρέσκα πνοή που θα σας δώσει ο Θεός κάποιοι ίσως Και να ρωτήσουμε από τον Θεό να θέλει ένα πρόσωπο, ένα όνομα μέσα στο μυαλό μα.